spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey there guys, this is Dave from DC On Screen. I just wanted to let you know that DC On Screen is now officially a part of the 11th Annual People's Podcast Awards. If you would like to vote for DC On Screen, go to podcastawards.com, scroll to the bottom, and write us in on the TV and film ballot on the right-hand side. Then, on the left-hand side, put your name, your email address, then submit. Importantly, you can nominate up to 20 shows for different categories, but you could submit the nomination form only one time. Make sure you nominate all your favorite shows in their respective category. Once you hit submit, that's it. You're done for 2016. Can't go back. Can't do it again. Settle in now for a brand new episode of DC On Screen. Welcome in to DC On Screen episode 162. I am your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hey! Today we're going to get super spoilery on Legends of Tomorrow 112, Last Refuge. To recap, The Pilgrim is traveling back to previous points in time, in time uh, attempting to kill Rip Hunter's crew. She can only attempt to murder each person once without upsetting the timeline. Rip and crew rescue adolescent Mick Rory and Sarah Lance, 2014 Ray Palmer, and the baby snart Stein and Jackson. Uh, they take them to a secret location called the Refuge, a place where orphans throughout time can be taken care of and trained for the eventual duty of being a Time Master. If their past selves are out of the timeline for too long, time will cement and they will no longer be remembered. The Pilgrim captures the team's loved ones and holds them hostage. Rip offers the Pilgrim himself as a child, and as the team double-crosses the Pilgrim in order to, to distract her, young Rip Hunter stabs her long enough to keep her from freezing time and stopping the Legends of Tomorrow from turning her into a pile of ash. Meanwhile, Kendra and Ray get engaged over much emotional tumult. Jax tries to save his father from an IDD, IDE destiny, and time starts to cement, leaving Rip and crew with the notion that they should take the fight to 2167, to where Vandal Savage is his most powerful. Does that sound about right? Is that all? That's about it, yeah. All right. Thank you for listening to DC. I'm just kidding. We're gonna talk- <laughs> you would. You would after this episode. <laughs> Oh man, um, so I'm not sure if I enjoyed the hell out of Ray saying "Come with me if you want to live to young Rory" and then giggling. I've always wanted to say that, um, or I, I don't know if I enjoyed it or I hated it. It was I know I enjoyed it mostly because that's so damn Ray. It is so damn Ray. I mm, I know he's a genius and everything. He's just so damn goofy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know. I kind of want to hug him and slap him at the same time. It's a weird notion. (laughs) 
I think that's probably what a lot of people have felt like around Ray. <laughs> He's going to be one of those assholes like us, though, that refuses to uh, refuses to not take advantage of punnery when it's available. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find in my personal life that puns get me a lot of looks that you want to laugh, but you also want to hit me in the teeth. Yeah. Right in the mouth. Yeah. It's, it's, if you do it right, the look you get says, I don't want to laugh at that, but it took me off guard and it was funny. I'm ashamed now. <laughs> that's, and that's I don't the like that part. you made me feel that way. That's actually the best part is watching the shame cross their face after the laugh. Oh, did I laugh at that? <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. You go home and think about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah Crying right. themselves tonight at, at sleep at night. I laughed at a pun. Yes, you did. <laughs> that's right you engaged in punalingus uh-huh and you so anyway <laughs> you know i mm, man yeah so uh i have written down here uh pilgrim isn't gonna mess up the time stream maiming a ton of cops <laughs> yeah <laughs> i kind of feel like there was a better point where you could have gone like i don't i don't i'm not sure because you know, I'm not sure how the time travel works in this universe. I don't know. Maybe um, it's maybe there's only so many places you can travel. Like there, yeah, you have like, to find windows where you can do it. Because surely she didn't just think, ah, the best point? Sarah's got it handcuffed to a desk. She'll be vulnerable. Right. Like I can understand Mick Rory. Like okay, look, he just killed his family. Mm-hmm. That kinda had to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and right, right then he's right actually he's extremely him. vulnerable because he's he's. Yeah. 100% focused on watching the house. He'll never hear you, you know. Right. And it makes perfect sense to be like, okay, this is his most, you know, this is the best place to do it because his family has to die. That's like, I don't even know how many people are in his family, brothers, sisters, I don't know how many there are. But you can't if if I kill him before this, all these people are going to be running around the timeline that weren't previously. So it makes perfect sense to just like take him out, you know, put on the back of his head and call it a day. Right. But you know, best possible time to do that. Sarah in the police station, though, not so much. Because she's, like, <laughs> maiming, if not killing, a whole bunch of Star City cops. Yeah. Or Starling and City cops. Sarah back so. in the day was a bit of a party girl, right? Yeah. Bit of a socialite. Like, so, surely she's in a dark alley somewhere. Right. Alone. It, yeah. I also, did, did something I couldn't, I, couldn't, uh, I couldn't decide all episode if they were actually doing it or if I was just thinking i was hearing it but they pitched up young sarah's voice a little bit didn't they like they literally raised her octave just a little bit yeah and i don't know if it was her or if it was them just doing it in post i couldn't tell that was the big that was the big question i couldn't uh, i i think it it sounded like post because it it sounded like her voice was natural and they pulled it up a little bit Uh and they didn't didn't pull it up so much that it was like distracting it was actually a good tweak i just i can't try to figure out how they did it did like a little filter on her face to make her look a little younger. Yeah, I actually do think they did that. They on her on her post scenes, they kind of um, brightened her a little bit. They over it looked like they oversaturated her just a bit. So, well, they oversaturated her, but it also looked like they uh, act- actively just like smoothed out her face to make her look young. Yeah, got rid yeah. of like any of the, you know she's probably got like one percent wrinkles on her face now anyway. But they're like, nope, she would have less as a child. Just true. Yeah. Um, Back when Winnie Raw twenty one and flawless. I don't know, man. I, I still had wrinkles and bags under my eyes. <laughs> bags under my eyes. I've never slept. Um. <laughs> but it, we did yeah. like the one good thing that came out of that scene was uh, a decent hallway fight, and b um, young Sarah going, "Oh my God, she's!" And then just Mick comes around the corner, quite the badass. 
Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a little annoyed that they were so... Okay, so they go to kind of great and ridiculous pains to make sure that Sarah doesn't know that that's Sarah. Like, mm-hmm. And she's dense anyway. She's like, why do you look like me exactly? Gee, I don't know. Blah. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, like, the mix, at least, you know... Like, Mick could look at Mick and go, like, who are you, old man? You sound like my dad. I'm like, yeah, you guys look different enough. Yeah. But, the like, Sarah looks like Sarah. So, you know, she's like, because we're like family. No, you're family. You're, I mean, you're, you're you. That's this, this you. It's you. And, like, <laughs> I, I feel like if I, like, I don't care. Like, I don't care if I don't think it's, it could be true. Like, if someone looks like me and saves me from somebody and goes like, Hey, come with me and stay in this spaceship. I'm going to be like, Holy shit. You're you, you're me. Oh my God. I'm like you and you're, that's awesome. When did I learn to fight? That's when do I learn how to fight? Yeah. That's one of the questions. One of the first right. questions like, okay, so we're not exactly, fi- Oh, screw yourself. Don't even try. No, no, no. You right. are, you, right. let's go get a DNA test. If you want to try that shit. Okay. Let's pass right. the DNA test. Then you can run the rest of that line. Also, I feel like, when do I learn how? When do I get to learn how to do all that? Yeah, I feel like they spend a lot of time, like maybe a lot of time, but most certainly a lot of energy trying to keep the secret that they're from the future selves. And then, like at the end of the show, when they're dealing with their loved ones, they're like, "All you gotta do is take this pill, and you'll have like an amnesia pill." And I'm like, "Why weren't we using this before? Why?" So wouldn't it be like so much easier to be like, "Hey, I'm you from the future, but you won't remember this because we have an amnesia pill." But come on, we've got to. You're gonna die if we don't go. That's pretty strong. No, I I gotta say, if anyone approaches me and has the word amnesia pill in their elevator pitch, I'm out the fucking door. Even I'm going the other way. Even, Even if, if especially you. if it's me. <laughs> I think that speaks to how much you trust yourself. But no, I, <laughs> how much Sarah I distrust it. I, what, I'm not going with that person. <laughs> you just said amnesia right. pill. Right. I guess if, uh, yeah, well, okay, don't say that. But say, hey, take this for the time travel. And they're like, okay, cool. Blah. And then like, oh, where am I? Oh, you uh, you woke up and you fell asleep there, Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. Which, by the way, he was kind of delightful. Like, doesn't matter he if really it's was. Flash or Legends of Tomorrow. Like, Arrow characters on Flash or Legends of Tomorrow are so much more interesting. Yep. Lance, uh, and this one was great. Right. All of his hair and everything. Yeah, Scott was blasting his hair. He was like, did they not go back and look at how he looked when he had hair? No, they did. <laughs> it looks good. I looked at it. I'm like, you know what? No, this this is like a good five or six years before, you know... Oliver soils her on the on the ship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm down. I gotta imagine that you know when he became an alcoholic and lost his wife after losing his daughter. I think he started losing his hair a bit. Sounds right. I mean, he got, still has the widow's peak. Yeah. I didn't think it looked bad. Um, I was up for it. But yeah, I agree with him. I uh, agree with Scott though. He talk, he uh, he doesn't like that they uh, wound up referring to uh, <laughs> the younger Rory as Mini You. Mm-hmm. He praised them for not saying mini me and then went, damn it. They said, Sarah says mini you. Um, <laughs> I thought I'd, I'd read, I'd, I I'd th- read that. I thought I'd seen that in there and I was just like, yeah, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Scott also says, is it just me or does young Mick in the cargo bay look and it look like an entirely different actor from the young Mick watching the house burning? It is just you. I, I, yeah, I didn't see anything like that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was the same guy, dude. I love you, Scott. I'm sorry. 
What now? <laughs> you were about to say something. Um, oh, the temporal micro-manipulation. Um, okay. Pilgrim's little superpower, we'll call it, for lack of caring to expound upon a better explanation. Mm-hmm. Um, man, it was neat. It made the it actually made the Pilgrim look pretty tough. I mean, it, it gave her a lot of points. I, it, it's a good enough trick that it feels like she actually can stand up to all these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even in their firestorm, like firestorm form and everything. Um, Which of course she can't. Yeah, but it, it culminates though in that shot at the end. The the oh man, the the full was that a three sixty shot? It looked like it. That looked phenomenal. I don't I don't think it was because they cut, but it looked great. It looked great, man. And then it looked great, <laughs> man. The tiny tiny Rory dude. Um, <laughs> it's not a kid I would mess with. <laughs> Unless you're Sarah, in which case you could. Yeah. You knew how to handle yourself. Except when you go and get on a boat. Yeah, you know the rest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but man. Oh. I, and the stuff, all right, the stuff with Rip and his uh, his adopted, um, I forget what he called her, the, the, the mom of that little refuge house. <clears throat> like the stuff uh, with those two. Mom. Yeah, called her mom a lot. Um, Stuff like that, man. Like just them talking and about his past and like first day was hair there. I think I think I tried to steal your purse. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, or even her talking to Mick too was a, a little moment. Just did. He sounds like you're a naughty one. He just like proudly smiles and goes, "That's right." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I liked all of that stuff. Yeah. All of it was wonderful. The, everything at that house, I think, I, I pretty much enjoyed. And um, I like I know. I know amnesia pills kind of a weak way to get in and out of these conversations, but you know we've we've been through worse with pills on this show so far and seem to be working with it. They have a Babelfish pill, um, <laughs> right? And you know it got to some conversations that were kind of fun to watch, like getting uh, Lance and Sarah. Like I always knew you'd end up protecting people. That was that one got me actually mm. a little bit. Um, everything between Jackson and his dad was actually pretty good. Yeah, Jax, that was the big surprise for me of the cuz I mean, we are merciless on Jax <laughs> on the show. Except for the fact that he's got a pretty good American accent, which uh, Yeah. Like I didn't even realize he was a British actor. He was he's that good well, at doing the American thing. I think as honestly, it's is the direction. It's is it's part of it is the writing, part of it's the direction. I don't think it's actually the the actor. I really don't. Cuz when he's had to be really good and they've given him something to do, he's pulled it off with ease. And so, this is especially one that was, it's a subtle scene. And, mm-hmm. man, I, God, I was tearing up with this kid. Like, he finally gets to talk to his dad, and, man, mm-hmm. whole thing, like, hey, you're going to, there's going to be an ID, keep your head on a swivel, all that stuff. Just, that was touching. Yeah. Yeah. Even uh, Dominic Purcell, uh, you know, who I normally think, I, I mean, I like Dominic Purcell. I, I like Mick, mm-hmm. but I usually think he overacts a little bit. But all of the stuff with his younger self, you know, for years I hated you because of what you did, but you were just a stupid kid, you know. All of that, he did such a wonderful job in this episode. Yeah. He really did. Everyone got real subtle, and everyone, turns out, can do a really good job with subtle. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he, his wonderful line about, you better not drop my future criminal partner. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of little lines like that with him. Now, um... I don't know why the Pilgrim went back to 2014 Ray. That uh, why would you go back to billionaire Ray who has a working prototype of his Adam suit? Uh, that one's weird. I mean, why I like the fact that someone? Ray's technology is what essentially saves him. 
But um, now I, you know, and I was thinking about that because me and Bethany were talking about that, and then we had to hang up, and I had to. I was I was kind of thinking about it, but we've seen in the timeline she's not supposed to be tampering with the timeline too much, so she he had to have at very least created a prototype because of all the robots and shit that go down in the future. So to preserve the timeline, that's why she couldn't. So well thought out writers, ah. I, you know, cause I did, I was like, why would she go back then? And then I was thinking like, no, well, for the future to remain intact, Ray's got to invent. He's got to get, at least get to 2014 because he has to invent the atom suit. Yeah, this is true. It hadn't even occurred so, to me, um, uh, which it's a, uh, if that's what they were doing, uh, Great work. If that's just your head cannon, solid work. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it all plays. It all sounds great. It's just, uh, I, man, I it never even occurred to me. You know, this, sadly, where they went back to specifically, um, mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't even really put in a lot of thought into it because, it, as far as I was concerned, they went back to a scene that would be pretty fun. Period. And I didn't really bother stopping to ma- see if it made sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes it, you know. Uh, stuff bothers me sometimes. Like, okay, like they decided to go and like grab their baby selves from uh, from the timeline and hope to get them back before the time cements. And right. uh, dude, it bothered me. Like, it may have happened. It may have. I don't know. But baby Martin Stein is born, and no umbilical cord is cut. <laughs> that was another one where, um. Uh, 67 year old Stein hangs a lantern on on the fact that his dad was just willing to give him to some random stranger right that's disconcerting (laughs) like not as disconcerting as the fact that you were born without an umbilical cord buddy (laughs) or that he either cut it off with a pocket knife you're probably I think it was a pocket knife something right now here's my experience with uh, with people from that (laughs) era meaning my experience with every grandfather I've ever met right you have a pocket knife you always have a pocket knife right Always. So you just think these, these, you know, from that era, they were prepared. They, he had rubbing alcohol in his car. No, no, you kidding. And he, it was the fifties. He had alcohol in his car. <laughs> he just well, pulled whatever. out a bottle of bourbon, threw it down right. there, and and <laughs> pulled out his rusty old pocket knife, rusty trusty. He probably right. called it rusty trusty. <laughs> um, <laughs> I kind of, I did like. Um, yeah, but yeah, that that bothered me. But yeah, uh the uh what kind of bothered me but I liked as well was were the injuries on Ray before him dying, which he didn't die. But, you know, right. as he's getting beaten up in the past, I just I kind of feel like that would have happened. I was well, first of all, I was like, why is she not just headshotting him? Why oh, sure. beating the shit out of him. Um and how is time cementing that quickly that he's starting to get all these issues in the future? See that, that is my quickly. that is my big problem with the episode though, and I sat here and defended mm-hmm. it. I sat here and defended this thing because it, I you thought it had broken a few of its time rules, and I I I kind of insisted that no, I, I think if we look real close, you'll actually find that they're not really breaking that they've so so far stayed within the bounds of what they said they were doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, until now, like a, a time remnant is such a mm-hmm. it takes so long to cement on Flash that they can send back Jay Garrick for months. And apparently mm-hmm. a time remnant's good enough to do that. Or, hell, the, I mean, uh, Eobard Thawne's still hanging around somewhere. He's Well, we don't know that they sent go. back Jay Garrick for months. Well, we don't know for sure, obviously. But know, like, I mean, the he would like, go in the back. Still. He would go in the back, and then he'd come back later. And we're like, where have you been? He's like, oh, I've been down in the basement sleeping, or I've been doing this, or whatever. Right. They're like, oh, nice to see you again, you know? So we don't know. Like, he could have gone to the bathroom and switched. 
You know, he'd be like, okay, time remnant, you, me. Get out there and die, buddy. Right. We don't know how long it really was. It, it's all possible. I'm just... it. The time remnants, they've A, said that time takes time to submit. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it doesn't just happen immediately. And then they open the episode up with it happening immediately, as if to tell you, oh, by the way, in this episode, it's going to happen immediately. Hang on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, opening the episode, I was already going, oh, come on now, guys. Don't, don't, don't do that. Now, the only way I could think of out of it, and I don't know if they said this and I just didn't catch it. Um, there's something called the Omega product protocol that we'll get into that at some point, or maybe the show will get into that at some point. Just something like Omega protocol sounds like it's a big enough term. It should probably get some, some play, but I'm hoping it's just that it's maybe the temporal micro manipulation or something again, because in the cases where they've broken their rule about time remnants, it has been the time masters who are doing it. Mm-hmm. Like maybe when they hit you, it, it hits, it, they, they don't need cementing. Right. Did they well, say that I though? Mean, or am I know, just kind of hoping? Um, I think you're kind of hoping, but at the same time, that dude at the beginning of the episode who was killed in his past, I, I don't know what his name was, Kalex Drusel or something. Sure. That dude, like he died with about the same amount of time as uh, as um, Eobard Thawne did in the, the Flash when Eddie shoots himself. Eobard dies pretty quickly. This is true. This is true. Time takes is very quick in 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 uh, in uh, cementing, I guess. So well, then again, we thought he died, but another remnant of him. Mm, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, to me, the time remnant thing just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. But he, but Wells drew it on the board and everything. I know. I saw two circles and a line connecting them. It was perfect. <laughs> they were knife shapes, but I'm not sure they hold water. <laughs> <laughs> I go with it Actually, because I want to like the show. <laughs> I'm going to write that scene one day if I can. I'm going to have someone doing one of those whiteboard explanations of it's all very simple. And draws all the shapes on the little whiteboard and everything. And then somebody just walks up with a glass of water and splashes the screen. And as it falls down, goes, yep, doesn't hold water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. We could do that. We can get a chalkboard and draw the same lines and actually just cut ourselves into that scene from the flash. <laughs> Call it a deleted scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um I like the refuge. I think it's a very interesting idea. Um I think it's a fun idea. I like young Rip Hunter. They got a good kid. Thought you could snuff me out. You don't know me at all, miss. <laughs> I like you little bastard. I want to see I want to see young Rip Hunter running around with young Bruce Wayne. That's what I want to see. Oh, hell yeah. Um, that would be a formidable group. Alfred's like, "I like this little bugger." Right? <laughs> um, okay. So, the Legends of Tomorrow, man, like this this team, man, they just kill people. They just turned that lady to ash. They just destroyed her, disintegrated yep. her. Yep. Bye, Pilgrim. Right. I mean, hey, yep. they tried first. Yeah. I mean, I got to admit, like, you know, you you, you were going to kill me as a baby. Uh, right. It's a pretty good reason to probably kill somebody. I don't know. I kinda, like in terms like, of self-defense, I, that was a pretty good one. Um, based on, on the extensive show notes that, that Scott sent us, uh, I would surmise that he had an issue. He took issue with the idea that uh, Kendra and um, Sarah... Uh, reverted into <laughs> cooing messes of, of womanhood at the sign of baby snart. I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I love that they thought he was so, he was so cute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
I am weirded out by the fact that Stein didn't say goodbye. Not, not weirded out, but just perplexed, I guess. Like, why would Stein not say goodbye to his wife? He's like, oh, you told me I could, we could come back to the exact moment in time I left. Well, yeah, I get it, but what if you die on, the, on this mission, on this mission, Stein? You're an idiot. I, I kind of wrote it off as, um, like, he's talking to her, but she obviously doesn't know who he is. I mean, she's, no, 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 she's no, never no. met him. Uh, yeah, I know that. At that, you know, at that point in the episode, yeah, but... I just figured it, like, Rip, a touching goodbye would be, you know, weird coming from him for her. Well, yes, in this episode, but I'm talking about... He tells Rip that when they left in the pilot, he did not tell his wife goodbye. His whole issue with her not remembering him is that he doesn't feel like she'll ever... He, he never got to say goodbye to her because she doesn't even know who he is now. Right. The real issue, is what I'm talking about, is before he left in the first place, he didn't say, hey, so I'm going time traveling. I'll either be back in a couple seconds or you'll never see me again. Like, how do you not say goodbye to your wife, dude? Uh, it seemed like um, this entire adventure was one last grab at his youth. Just, just one more good trip before uh, he really commits to being old and kind of winding down. And it seemed like you made it pretty haphazardly. I mean, yeah, not even haphazardly, just hastily is what I should really say. Um, and in doing so, like it seemed like if he actually talked to his wife, she probably could have talked him out of it, and he wouldn't. He wouldn't have risked getting talked out of it. Yeah, well, that's just I, what I've been thinking was what he was thinking. Sure, was. but you know, dude, don't come crying to rip. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> tell you not to tell your wife. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, I kind of, I I laughed. I did. I didn't want to laugh. I laughed when uh, Jax's dad was like, where'd you learn those moves? And he's like, from my dad. And I went, that's a lie. <laughs> As you try not to tell your dad that he's about to die. That's mm-hmm. what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you told him anyway, so that it 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 was touching, but I was just like, "Whoa, that's not true." <laughs> yeah, um, man. Um, so, other than the shaky time travel elements, and and you I know, still I I just I feel like it's just one or two explanations away from really actually working. You know, and look, look, man, the the, the writers on this show, I think, acknowledged it in this episode because they had Rip, you know, they're talking to, like, Jax walks up to Rip and says, I told my dad. And he's like, well, I've told you before. I believe that time wants to happen. But who knows? Perhaps time wants you and your father to be together. I'm like, well, you kind of have to play that card after last week with H.G. Wells and shit. I mean. Right. <laughs> Maybe Stein was meant to go back and save him with the medicine from the future. Maybe. I don't know. Right. Maybe. Because uh, you, you get what I'm saying. But, oh, yeah. yeah like, uh, but I, I still don't completely buy it because I'm like, well, okay, Rip Hunter's been a time master for how long? And he's just now coming around. To, this is the Lucifer issue. Like, how long have you been an immortal running around? And you're just now getting to Philosophy 101? How long have you been a Time Master? You're just now getting to the point where you like, not everything is a fixed point in time. Like, some things can be changed. Yeah, you know, I actually... Or shit. I, I, <laughs> I can actually deal with that if, if I... Like, think about it this way. Um, he was taught that things were that way. And he's been, you know, he was trained to see it that way. And maybe it and is he just he finally got around to... You know what? Maybe my training was wrong. And he undoubtedly has been taught that, but the issue is more so that Rip Hunter 
I mean, he I mean, was he in was, Calvert, man. He yeah, no, but like path. he was he was taught he was taught the rules and apparently he was the best at enforcing the rules. And the best at breaking the rules apparently. But he yeah, when he got around to breaking the rules, um apparently he was pretty good at that too, but it's a different game. Um that's the reason I've been like when he's been out here right now mucking this thing up and so far that's what him and the team have accomplished for the most part. Uh mm-hmm. very little progress on their overall mission so far. Um mm-hmm. But man, I I just I've been happy to to say it was because they he just didn't know how to do this part. I mean, mm-hmm. which I'm confused because he's like now he's like okay now with your younger selves removed we we have very little time so we're just going to have to hit Vandal Savage at 2167 where he's at the top of his game and they even hang the lantern on it like yeah we all know this mm-hmm. didn't we do this before didn't wasn't this the plan when we went to go see Arrow in Starling City like when it was like 2140 something like. You haven't been able to fight him in the past. How are you going to do this in the future? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, why is this suddenly a good idea? I don't understand why that's a good idea. Why don't you take your people back? Take your younger selves back to like, the time masters aren't going to do it again. Right. Take them back, put them back in the timeline, then go try to figure out what to do with Savage. Why do you have to do Savage before you take your people back? I don't understand. I don't understand. It makes no sense to me. I thought they were going to take them back. I was pretty sure they're, they're no. dropping them off. No. Everyone stand on the ship. I think so. I think I'm just gonna he was like, go to sleep. He's like, then time is even more of the essence because time is beginning to cement, which means we have even less of it to take down Savage. And, um, what's happening? Maybe he just. I meant- mean, maybe they're maybe they're all uh, at the refuge. I really don't know. I don't know where the younger selves are. I think they're still at the refuge. Uh, that'd be a fine place to leave them for a minute, wouldn't it? Of course, they uh, well, apparently yeah. you can only hop in somebody's timeline and try to kill them one time. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't, yeah, I don't understand so, why they wouldn't just take him back to the past. Why have you got to go fight Vandal Savage like right the hell now? Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 don't know. I didn't pay enough attention to refute you outright. I had the impression that they were going to get rid of these guys first, though. Oh, yeah. I, we'll I see. So. They'll either they'll either say something about it next week, or one of us will finally have time to go rewatch this thing and <laughs> take a closer look at that part. Well, this is actually the quote: "With your younger selves removed from history, we uh-huh. have quite literally run out of time." That's why they're going to see Vandal Savage at the big, you know, because Stein says, he's like, we've got to go to 2167. And Stein goes, well, isn't that a bad idea? Because he's got like, he's at the top of his power that you said that was a bad idea. And he's like, yes, but with your younger selves removed from history, we have quite literally run out of time. Mm. Oh, okay. I don't know. Any chance he just meant removed in the sense that, you know, you remove something, but it doesn't mean you didn't put it back. Well, if we put it back, I don't know why it would matter. I don't know why would they, they haven't run out of time if they put them back. It makes no sense. None of it makes any sense. I don't know. I think they got like in way over their heads on this show. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. And I'm trying real hard. I'm not saying I'm the smartest guy in the world. I, I, I think you just got to wait on them on that one. And we'll see how it's going. Yeah. Um, I love that Mick wants to be a better person. Yeah. I love that he tells his younger self not to be like him. That was great. Yeah, um, yeah that may be the problem, though, is like the team as it is right now, if if any of the stuff they tell their their loved ones when they put them back actually stuck, like Mick wouldn't be Mick, which would mean he'd never mm-hmm. be Kronos, which would mean he's probably pretty useless on this team. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, maybe for some reason Jax and his father, uh, something happens, Jax doesn't make it to the team. Like, maybe that's it. Yeah. Um. 
So other other annoying thing in this episode for me was uh, the Kendra Ray romance. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of Kendra flip flopping. I understand the whole like, oh, he wanted to be with her, but he he was dying, and she meant it then. But now she's like, oh, I don't want to get married. And I feel like I know we disagree on this. I feel like yeah, they had the episode with the two years, but I feel like it's forced. At the beginning of the show, she was just a barista, as we know, and she was interested in Cisco. And then like within the first episode, she's not interested in cisco anymore she's with carter and then like six episodes later she's together with ray and stuff so it it doesn't feel earned at all for me and i'm sick of her going back and forth with her older self talking about like oh it'll never work we're cursed and blah 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 i liked ray's little bit about you can decide whether or not you you know want to be with me or if you want to believe a former version of yourself who believed in curses (laughs) right that was kind of fun. I laughed at that, but I'm just, uh, I don't, it doesn't feel earned there to me. Their the entire relationship doesn't feel earned. Um, and I'm tired of the flip flopping and I don't really care enough about it that I want it to keep going on and being like a main point in the episode I think they could have used a lot more, uh, I think they could have used that time for more interesting things, either from those two or from other characters. Yeah, that's where we end up agreeing. Because like I said, I, the, the the two years for me, I feel like it's a cheat code. But hey, I mean, even if you use a cheat code, the cheat code achieves whatever it was supposed to do. Like, you know, you've got all the guns and ammo now or whatever the hell it is you're trying to get accomplished. Mm-hmm. Um, so it worked. I, it, there's nothing intrinsically wrong with their relationship to me. It's it's worked on screen. <laughs> I, like it, it, I actually can kind of argue for her points even her flip-flopping i can kind of make some sense out of um like i said intrinsically okay the problem is we both get to the same point one way or the other which is i don't care i mean i've said that from the beginning i don't care about love triangles on the ship Mm -hmm. and then now it's just become i don't care about uh, i mean i guess if you get two points it's love lines on this ship hey i can hey you can do all the love triangles you want i'll welcome them but you better make them interesting (laughs) I just didn't. And it, it better be earned. With a lot of the shows, especially the ones that we that uh, we cover, you know, they're action based. When it when you really get to it, it's an action show. It should be at least. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I want all the the drama and the mystery. You know, it's it's like any show. It needs to have a a spattering of of other kinds of genres. But essentially, end of the day, I'm that shallow asshole that's like, get this romance off the screen. Why aren't people punching each other? <laughs> Less kissing, more fighting. Asshole. I don't. Hey, you know. Uh, I see, just when I, think I end up enjoying three or like four a, episodes. Yeah, no. I just when I when I end up enjoying romance and storylines, it I do it accidentally. I'll I'll end up like that's when the writers have gotten me because I'll I'll be watching going uh huh yeah they have feelings for each other that's great, and then when I catch myself a few weeks later going oh come on kiss her kiss her like they've gotten me they've tricked me they've come in the back door I didn't know what was mm-hmm. happening uh, and then I, I turned around and went oh my god I care about this when did that happen. But I never expect to when I first see it. Like Patty so and the Flash. To, we we kind of so you, when we like last saying. summer when there was casting news that Patty was gonna be they were gonna have Patty and <laughs> she was gonna be like a love interest for Barry. We both I, I was sitting there just oh come on we don't need a love interest for Barry. I love Patty yeah. now. Yeah, I love her dearly. I I love Patty, Miss Patty. Uh, I never expect to like it, so I'm always I'm hard to get. But guys, it, you know you heard Jason say it. If you want to get him interested in romance, just slip it in the back door. Right. Um. <laughs> I'm write that book someday. <laughs> Not your best choice of words. <laughs> but no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I you know I I, I do enjoy a uh, a good romance. You know when it's when it's done really well. When I 
when it's earned, when I care about the characters. Um, here, not yet, buddy. Sorry. You know, you though, guys are playing it up way too much. <laughs> as a care. show, that um, they've gotten themselves in a poor position because you don't think it works, therefore you don't care. I think it works just fine, and I still don't care. That's not a good thing. <laughs> no, it's really, <laughs> it's really not. And I'm not sure how we've come to our how we've come to different conclusions, but we still both don't care. Right. But um, I think that means that for us, it was just never going to work. So maybe. I mean, you know. But yeah, I follow a lot of these shows and a lot of people who like follow these shows on uh, Tumblr and Twitter. Still, all still, I see so many Elicity shippings. I see, you know, Iris and Barry, Barry and Caitlin, all this stuff. But I'm not, I'm not seeing anything about Kendra and Ray. I, I'm sure there's somebody out there shipping them. I'm sure they are. I'm sure someone is really excited. Or a whole group of people. I don't know. Yeah. If you guys are excited about Kendra and Ray, let us know. DC on screen on Facebook or Twitter. DC on screen at gmail.com. Let us know. I don't know. Like, tell us why you care. Because I haven't really seen a whole lot of reasoning for it, honestly. <laughs> just not working for us. But. It's just not a, how to you know, hell, I would have been more interested in Kendra and Jax, honestly. Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't think there was one. Hmm. Uh, I don't think there was a, a a single relationship on that boat that they could have pulled out that I would have been all too interested in. Yeah, I mean, well, look, Kendra. You got to think somebody though was just looking at Brandon Routh going, he's too cute not to. Not to have in a relationship. Right. How we we've got to write that in. Right. Well, who? It doesn't matter problem, as long as he's kissing someone. Fans will care. The problem is Kendra, the Carter thing. It's just too soon. I don't want to see Kendra with anybody else right now. I want her to be like avenging the death of her love. That's what I want to see. That's right. what I want to see. <laughs> I didn't want to see her, you know, dealing with Ray and shit. I don't. And yeah, I kind of felt bad for for Jax a little bit. Like, oh, he's getting the short end of the stick, man. I'm like, look at him. Come on, Kendra. Look at him, sad puppy dog guys. Right, right. But, <laughs> yeah, Ray'll get along. He's okay. He'll find somebody. But even that would have been too much. I don't. I don't know. I don't. Uh, oh, well. I didn't need. I, I. I. You know. Sadly, I think I'm in your corner. Like, given like the choices in the show, the only real thing I could have dealt with maybe was Snart and Mick. Like you know what? It's time to it's time to admit your feelings, guys. <laughs> you know it's time to deal with the bromance on the next level. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> I think I actually do. I think they would be fun to see in a relationship together, especially if you leave in like the violence, the violence and the criminal activity. Right. Like, <laughs> like I would love to see Mick like challenge someone on it in the past or something. Like, what are you two? You got a problem with it? Oh, right. No, sir. <laughs> no, 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 sir. no. I do not. I do not. <laughs> no, that wouldn't work either. I'm just being stupid. But <laughs> oh, there's some but, great jokes in there, though. I mean, just even the even the oh, idea of like be, yeah. snart snart calling Mick, like Mick, and then just him like Mick's voice turning around going, "Yes, sweetie." <laughs> yeah, and you know if they did it, we would it would have to be like for a while they did. Like, we were privy to it, but the rest of the team wasn't. So he, they were open about it, but like everyone would just be really confused. Yeah, everyone just <laughs> thinks they're being a little sarcastic or something. And then after a while, like, no, seriously, we're dating. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you can but, just see Sarah I, going, "I knew it." Yeah, I might be crazy, and I might be completely off base here. I get the feeling that they're working up to a Sarah Snart relationship. I thought there were a few times, and 
I, again, I went through the same process I do every time. Oh, no, what are we about to do here? It wouldn't be the worst thing. I mean, after that conversation they had while they were dying, that's when I really thought they were going to maybe go there with it. But nah. Yeah, and you know what? If they did, I don't think I'd have a problem with it. Like, no, I mean, they'd so be a... far, they seem like the most... The, I mean, look, Sarah, like, I'm sorry. I know. But after she was gay, she was still sleeping with Oliver. Nah, she's, she's just always bi. been... Yeah, so she's always been... That's the thing. You know, foot in, foot in both waters kind of kind of girl, I think. I know. I'm just, you know, people forget and they get upset. And I'm like, well, I'm not saying she goes back. I'm just saying she, you know. And it's not like a toggle switch situation, you know. You don't have like to. It's both. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> ain't got to be like that. Yeah. Well, it's sort of like in, you know, in Buffy, like they kind of did the thing where they're like, okay, well, Willow becomes gay and now she's just gay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She never likes another guy ever never thinks anything you know and they eh, they they kind of allude to maybe her thinking a guy is cute here or there maybe but i mean she's just she's gay forever after that like well she was in love with xander and she was clearly in love with oz but you know i don't know i don't know i would be very interested to see sarah and snart together in a relationship i think it would be fun i think they'd be fun on screen i think at least be a, a couple that's got i think they'd be able to keep the humor and then have good action on top of it like it would still fit the show for me and i don't think it would be like taking a step <clears> back in terms of you know what you allow until or what you show on television i don't think it's like oh you know you're setting gay people back no you're not she's bi she was always bi that's the way they made her that's the way they wrote her to begin with so and i think those two characters are so damaged that it would be really interesting to see them in a relationship yeah I still just don't want any more relationships on the Wave Rider. <laughs> I don't care how I mean I don't care how many jokes there are in it. I, you know what I I I I would be willing to I would be I, not that I'm like really rooting for it, but I would be down with seeing Snart and Sarah. Just I, I just want there to be more reason to have Snart on the screen though. Yeah, you just want more dialogue out of him in general. Yeah, I I you know I want to get deeper into into Snart's character. Whether that I mean hell I don't know make him gay with Mick, make him have you know relationship with Sarah, make him. Find some, you know, random person that he falls in love with on the mission. Whatever. I don't care. Just give me more snart. I don't I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever Show me you more need dimensions to, do. to his character. Like, Whatever I think you need to do to explore that. We're fine. Yeah, that's what it comes down to, I feel like. Like, I really do want just more snart. Just more depth to snart. Because I think they haven't completely done that as much as they should have. Anyway. He's got a lot he, you can do with him. I, all right, he's got... You can tell he has depth, and we just... it's. Waiting to be explored, I, yeah, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh you know, dead horse beating here. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it for, for this episode. What do you think, man? Oh yeah. Yeah. Alright. Looking uh looking forward well, looking forward to the new timelines and all that. Yeah, we don't have long. Uh we're gonna have like no no weekly episodes <laughs> for a while. Scary. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to DC On Screen. You can find every episode on DCOnScreen.com. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you catch your pods. We are proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network. GiantSizeTeamUp.com for all of those wonderful shows. And uh, that also that includes the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, MCUCast.com. It's hosted by our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall. Um, our next episode is going to be a news episode, one of our weekly news episodes, and it'll probably be dropping on Tuesday. So until then, keep some DC on your screen. Now more than ever, it's important for you and your family to enjoy the spaces you're in most often. 
visit fergusonshowrooms.com to shop online or schedule a personalized consultation to meet with our experts at your local Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery. Together, we'll help you make the most of home and create a space you'll love to live in. Get started on your project and discover extraordinary products like the Pro Brand Range by Thermador. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.